the fucking do the podcast. We gotta do the fucking podcast. <laughs> you gotta, sound like that. We gotta do the fucking podcast. You sound like one of the Sesame Street characters. I do. <laughs> no, who do you say? You sound like something. Uh, what is that from? I can't do that voice. It, it wrecks me. You gotta do the fucking podcast. It scratches your throat? Yes. And that makes you poop your pants? Oh, I gotta take a shit! Uh, I took a weird shit today. You brought it up. I it did was not. Like, it was like, uh, I was shitting <laughs> out marbles. <laughs> did you play jacks? I, I shot out like 30 marbles. Ting! 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 Like it's hitting the... <laughs> Boo-tang! Yep, don't know what that was about. <laughs> Are you a rabbit? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know what the hell it was. Are you a goat? Uh, yeah. yeah. They sure. all have those little sure. round poops. Yeah, they shit like a thousand of them. <laughs> you make a necklace out of them? Right, right. <laughs> go beating. Hey everybody, it's the Elemental Podcast uh, with me, your host, Stu McAllister, failed comedian. Uh, with me as always, Jamie. Jewelry maker. Yes, I uh, I got I got a text today from a buddy. What's he do with jewelry? It, nothing. I got a text today from a buddy, a high school buddy, who I really, to be perfectly honest, I haven't seen since high school, so it's been 32 years or whatever. Old. Old fuck. And uh, just kind of reconnected for whatever reason on the facial book. Um, and uh, he's, oh, he's, in, he's into films. Like, he makes movies. Pornos. I wish. I would prefer pornos. He makes uh, movies that have religious-based themes. Pornos. So, yeah, pornos. <laughs> Jesus gets fucked <laughs> on the cross. Oh, don't stop. <laughs> Don't, that's uh, wrong. Uh, so, um, too far. Too far. Rate it back in. Uh, so it's just been interesting talking with him. He's been doing some projects concerning uh, racial issues. And he likes doing these town hall meetings. And uh, I guess he has some connection with media people back home. Uh, you know, with, mm-hmm. with some of the news stations, this, that, whatever, back in Buffalo. And uh, so, you know, he was asking for his people to participate. And he was looking for more African-American people to participate. And I was like, yeah, I got, I know some dudes. And I sent him a dude to go his way. And, you know, whatever, we're talking back and forth. And they're, I guess they're having another one coming next week. And he's like, oh, the guy I recommended, things just didn't work out the first time. But they're like, oh, yeah, hopefully it's going to work out this time, whatever. And he's like, now I'm going to go watch... Uh, some of your your comedy stuff Yours? like apparently you've seen some of my youtube clips mm. which i'll be perfectly honest with everybody i don't think i have anything newer than five years mm. up on there i just i'm very poor at filming myself and uh, the majority of this i just don't give a shit really um it's never been my thing of having to put up clips of of it i'd rather do like on twitter or facebook and just you're posting the joke rather than telling the joke. It's, that's just me. Whatever. It's a shortcoming. Uh, but then he talked about watching the the film drama class that I was in, and you know the other sh- short stuff, short films that I have coming out. Um, mm-hmm. Commercial. <laughs> yeah, he did see the commercial, did he? which he liked, and then um, the short film that I did last week will probably be coming out in the next week or two there was a trailer that came out earlier this week i had it posted on on my uh facebook page if people want to look at it again mm-hmm. very brief it's only like 30 seconds and again my role your watch is very me. small and uh, so clearly it's just going to be small in the um trailer but it's it's going to be uh memorable so i mean that's mm-hmm. always a good thing so uh, we just got to talk to more, and he's asking me more about comedy and writing and you know what I'm going to do. And that basically, I told him it's pretty much over, uh, like the touring and all that. I, I have zero interest in, in working the road anymore. I just I have zero desire to go to Peoria, Illinois. I have 
zero desire to go to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You know, just all these fucking lovely metropolises. I, I fucking for what? It just it the the thrill is gone, baby. Mm. Hmm. So and then it's you know I was telling him it's the readjustment of okay what what are the goals right and uh, focusing more on on the writing and uh, you know he's he asked me if I ever wrote a script and I you know explained I had a half-assed half-written uh, comedy script about working at a grocery store deli mm-hmm. and uh, you know all that kind of stuff so you know when when I. I hate it when people ask me about comedy, and I don't. They don't mean anything by it. They're just ignorant about it. When someone uh, has zero knowledge of whatever that you are invested in, like if you're a doctor, and someone goes, "Hey, I thought you're a doctor," and then they ask the, like the most basic question right. in a backwards way, they don't necessarily mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, "Hey, this is the extent of my knowledge," because they're always like. So, uh, so does your manager get you the gigs? Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you're working on your skits, yeah. I mean, it's just weird terminology and weird expectation. And they're like, oh, yeah, you should uh, get yourself on Conan or whatever. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? I never fucking thought of that right. shit before. So it's just, you know, because he's kind of saying some stuff. And lately I had someone else ask me some stuff. And I'm just like, no, you don't fucking mean anything by it, but fuck, you know. It, it, it just sucks even more when I'm at the realization of things didn't work out how I would want. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Right. What are you gonna fucking do? So you so you re you reevaluate, and so now I have this fucking the uh, the old regular uh, nine to fiver kind of job again, starting Monday, and then uh, you know I'll just have to figure out what the hell I'm gonna do. And real ultimately, everybody. And this is for everybody listening. No matter what the fuck you're doing, you just need to put the rubber to the road. It's the same with me. I can just talk about this shit all fucking day. Of like, ah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to finish that mm-hmm. script. I'm going to finish that book. I'm going to do this. Or uh, I can sit around and watch uh, Netflix and uh, read Jack Reacher books, mm-hmm. which, which is what I've been <laughs> doing. So I, uh, I need to knock off the nonsense and fucking become uh, more... Uh, Concerted in my efforts. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, well, Jamie. Well, what do you want me to? S- that's why, like, I uh, there's certain things that I knew, you know, about, and so I just after a while, I just don't want to keep like asking either, sure. you nope. know. About I get it. Because I don't want to. Because I figure you you know that, so it's like oh, if yeah, I want to yeah. do it, I'll do it. Oh, it yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and ask you about I, it. I'm more likely to finish the humor book before the script. Mm-hmm. But in the humor book, like I already have, I already know what I need to do, and I already have uh, a, an illustrator in mind for it. And then it will just, you know, it'll just end up being a a Amazon self published mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. that will get lost in the fucking myriad of, of books on Amazon already. Um, but, you know, then whatever I could say. I'm a, a, I'm a published author. Yep. <laughs> Just leave out the word self, and would it'll you, sound more official. Would you try to take it to a publisher first? Or have you? Uh, no, I, I, I don't think I would. I think I would self-publish, and then once it's kind of out there, then if it did okay, then maybe approach a publisher oh, okay. of sorts. Because okay. go, hey, look, I have uh, I have sold some things. It's mm-hmm. kind of like comedians who uh, their first album they self-made, mm-hmm. and then like I'll look at um, Mitch Hedberg as the prime example of the fir- his first CD, Strategic Grill Locations. He made himself. Mm-hmm. He made himself, and then he became huge. And then Comedy Central came in, and they took it, and then they re-released it. So you'll find strategic grill locations from Comedy Central Productions. Mm. And then they, he came out with the second one, which I didn't find nearly as good. But, I mean, that's usually the case of, like, the second album is a little more rushed. Mm. Uh, but if you can find one of his self-released ones, I have one. But if you can find one, fucking get it. Because I'm sure it is worth a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. So if you can if you can find one, good. So uh, you know that would be that's the thought process. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Do I know anyone out there? Do, are there any listeners who are fucking 
publishers. Mm-hmm. Is anyone from like Random House? Yeah, like how do you, yeah, I have no idea. Right. I know more people. Uh, a lot of comedians uh, have, have turned into writing and self-publishing and whatever else. And mm-hmm. You know, that one guy uh, that, that I read kind of the novels that he wrote that were very kind of like Jack Reacher-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Sean Shank. Uh, I, I found them to be great. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I think he will admit he is a much better writer than he was a comedian. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed the books. And mm-hmm. so I think he's supposed to be cranking out a third book in the series. He already, I think, had two other books. So, But it's, you know, I would probably talk to him and go, so what did you do? Right. Did you just do it? I think Amazon themselves just has like a publishing thing that you can use. Huh. And then it's probably like you have to have, you got to order like 500 books or, you know, mm-hmm. the minimum order of here's an investment. You have to invest like a thousand dollars or, I, you know, So whatever. guess what's going to be every single book barn in Grand Rapids? Fuck yeah! <laughs> good old book barn! I found yeah, it. Actually, it would be a good idea to put sure. some, of a, you know, like somebody does that, put some in there, sure. right? Sure, why not? It'll sit there for months. Yeah, no. I, uh, I found no. another Jack Reacher book in a book barn, so I'm very happy. I'm, I'm, I'm done reading the Kids in the Hall book. I'm on to the Jack Reacher book now. It's great. I did waste my time today, Jamie. I don't know if you're going to be mad about this or not. I finished the uh, the Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Jamie just rips off her bra <laughs> mid-podcast. I finished watching the Jeffrey Epstein uh, documentary on Netflix, and I didn't think there would be anything that you necessarily cared a ton about because you didn't seem too enthused about it. I think you seemed a little uh, disturbed or grossed out or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, the beginning part was okay, but I think later on it gets a little more descriptive and stuff like that, and Uh, that's the part I think might bother me. Even even, um, when they start talking, they talk to way more victims and, uh, you know, the victims are just kind of describing what was going on. I even would feel, and this is just me, and again, I think maybe because I don't have children, um, I've worked with a lot of uh, sex abuse victims, I even ran a sex offender program, I think I'm a little more thick-skinned with hearing the details. Like, nothing completely infuriated me hearing what they were saying, because I felt like a lot of it was very... um, Tame. For, for me, I thought it was tame. Now, there might be people who've watched who were like, I'd fuck, I couldn't fucking understand. Because again, admittedly, all the victims were like 14 to 16 years of age. So when you're taking into consideration of the age, which is what you fucking should, right. it can be very, very disturbing mm-hmm. to people. And um, as I'm watching it, it just made me go... I don't understand how no one took a screwdriver and shoved it in his neck. I just don't understand. I his B-O-L. In his beat. No, I would have taken a screwdriver. Uh-huh. Phillips. Phillips head. Oh, Not gosh. a flathead. Phillips yeah, head. Because yeah. Phillips head is oh, a little more pointy. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, it's more like a knife. Well, so you right. shove it right in the fucking jugular of his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, how they didn't. Because everybody fucking knew. Right. Everybody fucking I know. knew. I don't understand. Um, and there was a guy that they talked to, because he had his own private island down yeah. in like the Virgin Islands or something. Right. And the guy who was his employee, he was there specifically for telecommunications and internet purposes. Like mm. he, they had, he had his own fucking tower on the island, and so he was just there to make sure that everything yes, you'd have to. was yeah. running. Right, because I'm sure he's just sending child porn left right. and right to whoever. Well, right, I'm just saying. Communications and all yeah. that shit. I mean, they're doing stuff. The dude was saying that he saw, like, Prince Andrew fucking grinding on some 16-year-old girl who was topless. Um, he saw, I mean, he saw Bill Clinton there. He saw, he was saying, he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, go watch it. I think it was, like, the third, there's only four mm-hmm. uh, episodes. But I think it was the third one. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, this, that. He worked there for five fucking years. And then it got to the point where he had a conversation with the pool boy. And the pool boy was like, why are you working here? Right. And the guy's like, I, the money's good. I'm sure fucking Epstein paid him oh, I bet. well. 
Right. And then the guy was like, do you have any kids? And he's like, yeah, I got like a 13-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old daughter. And he's like, would you want them here? And the guy was like, no, I wouldn't want them within five miles of this guy. And then, and then it fucking, if I don't, it took the pool boy to point out some shit to him yeah. that this dude was a fucking creep. And so apparently he quit the next day. But then there are all these people who are just very fearful for him because both he and his partner, Jizz uh, Lane, who I actually heard how you pronounced her, her name correctly. Mm-hmm. I still prefer Jizz uh, Lane. It just seems, it's, it's a better descriptor of who she is because she's a fuckface. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as a woman, I mean, like, all of it's awful. Yes. But then, then for a woman to be part of all of it? She, she was, uh, she brokered relationships. Yeah. She took part in these weird relationships. So it wouldn't have been for her. Um, there would have been someone else. There would have. Ultimately, he would have found someone yes, else. Because he I, was a predator, and, yes. and this is what you do. Right. But, like, but... Because of her, I mean, like she she was definitely instrumental in sure. this, right? If it wouldn't have been her, it would have been somebody else. Right. But yeah, her role was huge. Yes, and it's it's amazing to hear all of these victims come forth with very descriptive details. Uh, they all pointed at Epstein. They all pointed at her. The one even said, "Yeah, I was the chick who fucking uh, Prince Andrew was fucking with." Uh, and the one the one girl even called out uh, fucking Dershowitz, the lawyer. Which I loved because she was like, "Yeah, I had sex with him like six, seven times." And Dershowitz on on the video, Dershowitz was like denying it. I deny it. It did not happen. I challenge her to publicly say this on your program. And so they cut from him to her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it happened like six, seven times." <laughs> I loved what it. What is wrong oh, with these fuck, men? I, loved, I I don't fucking know, man. I just I just and don't what know. What makes them think? That first of all, it's wrong and gross. Yes. I mean that right there. Is, yeah. But then to think then they're gonna be able to get away with all of this, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. understand. Yeah. No, I, I I mean they yep. did for a long time. I, I don't fucking understand. My my whole problem though with the documentary, the web series, um it, and this is just me, I'm I'm always interested in the how. How did this happen? Yeah. How did because they talk about how he became wealthy mm-hmm. and it was pretty much the dude who owned the limited and then he also owned Abercrombie Fitch mm-hmm. and then he also owned Victoria's Secret and this guy is just a fucking billionaire and he for whatever reason he lives in the middle of fucking Ohio he, he lives near Columbus Ohio mm-hmm. I forget what the dude's name is mm-hmm. he's still a fucking alive I don't know how the fuck this guy's alive it's got to be like 150 mm-hmm. but he's still alive and apparently Epstein had a relationship with him where he was kind of in control of finances. And it was intimated that he also had a sexual relationship with this guy, this old man. Mm. And so that's how he was able to manipulate. And apparently the guy, uh, eventually he fired Epstein because apparently he stole like $42 million from him. What? But, uh, shocker, charges were never pressed. Uh. (laughs) So, yeah, all, all sorts of weird stuff. But, the one thing that they don't touch on, they don't talk about how he became a predator. Yeah, like his childhood, like now background. Like there that. was one, uh, they were interviewing, they were doing a deposition with him. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if all this is a spoiler for you fucks or not. If you're interested, if you're interested, continue to listen. If you're not interested, fucking fast forward, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, if you're going to watch it's been it, out for I, a while. I, yeah, it's been out for a while. I, I just got around to it the last mm-hmm. couple of days. In it, though, there was a deposition where one of the, the prosecutors, one of the attorneys, was really trying to push him and was saying, you know, ask him if he was bisexual because he was talking about the relationship with the, the billionaire dude. And the, he denied it. He denied having any kind of sexual relationship with the guy. And then he started asking him about um, if he was sexually abused as a child. And he took all sorts of offense to it. Because ultimately, everybody, uh, most mm-hmm. child molesters, predators, were victims themselves. Right. And it's just kind of how it is. And I re- like no one, there was no talking to, yeah, uh, Epstein and I, we were friends in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no like, this, this is his mom and dad. Right. Uh, they mentioned a brother. 
But I think it was like after the brother was after Epstein was dead, oh. and then the brother just kind of showed up because he wanted to look into like the autopsy of it all mm -hmm. and like the will and where money went and this and that. Right. So they never actually interviewed him. Huh. They just had a picture of him. It right. was like fucking Michael Epstein or some hmm. shit. But there was no background on it because I'm always interested in like what happened to this guy right. to make him have sexual desires of teenage girls like you grow out of that like when you're a teenager you want to have sex with teenagers but then when you get older as a guy you don't want to have sex with teenagers anymore mm -hmm. that fucking goes away but for him it didn't go away and I'm assuming it's because fucking someone did something to right. him when he was a kid at some point mm -hmm. and he was just a fucking wire manipulator right. uh, smart dude but he was just the fuck, he was the con man. He mm -hmm. was this generation's con man. He knew shit. He could smooth talk people. He manipulated people. And then apparently in his homes, where like these sex parties and orgies or whatever go on, he had fucking cameras everywhere. Mm. So I'm sure he fucking had dirt on everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's why you have like all these you crazy politicians. Trump, yeah. Clinton, all these people. I'm going to say, everybody listening to this podcast knows I lean left. Mm -hmm. But if fucking Clinton was fucking kids, take his goddamn yeah, I don't care head who off. You are. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, take their fucking yeah. heads off. Yeah. And again, that's why I'm just like, I don't know how someone didn't put a fucking screwdriver in his goddamn right. neck. Not even a knife. You plunge a Phillips head screwdriver right into the fucking jugular, let him bleed out, and you walk the fuck away. And you know what? You know who cries over that? No one. Not a fucking one. Jizz no Lane. one. Jizz Lane might, only because Jizz Lane would be like, oh, where am I going to get money now? Because right. apparently with her, uh, her father was very influential in England. She's English. And he was in charge of, like, newspapers and stuff, too. But he was a fucking con man, too. He mm. ran shit, and things ended up poorly for him, and he died. But apparently she was very much attached to him, so they were kind of indicating that fucking Epstein became, like, the father figure for her. Oh. Huh. All very gross. I, I, I truly hope, everybody, uh, that Jizz Lane... Uh, remains in prison for a long, long time. I hope she fucking squeals like a pig. Mm -hmm. I hope she names names. I want her to drop the dime on fucking everybody. Mm -hmm. And I could care less right. who she fucking drops the dime on. If she said fucking Tom Hanks was fucking kids, fucking take his head off too, man. It would be man. awful. It would be sad, but yes. It would be the worst day of my life, but yeah. fuck Tom Hanks yeah. if Tom Hanks is fucking kids. Right. One of the, they were talking about like all these celebrities who would go down to uh, you know his island down there and they you know they talk about like Chris Tucker mm -hmm. and you know they said Clinton and all, you know, all these very famous people. And the one woman <clears throat> who who fucking was dropping the dime on everybody, she was like cuz Clinton vehemently d denies that he was ever on the island. Mm. And she's like, yeah, I fucking saw him there all the time. Mm. And she's like, I just wish that he would say that he was there mm -hmm. just be to say like he was not lying. But she was like, yeah, I never saw him doing anything. Well, he right. was just like there, like having lunch or whatever. I'm sure there are, and I'm not saying for sure with that situation, but I'm sure there must have been times when, I mean, clearly... He knew people. Yes. So I'm sure there were times when he had people over and it wasn't related sure. to that. You yes, know? to anything. Not, but, not everyone's fucking down right, with fucking kids. Right. So you'd be better off just saying, yeah, right. but, you know, but it had nothing to do with any it, of that. It's the weird thing of, like, I need to now distance myself I I, from I, all of this bullshit, even though you're better off going, I know. yeah, I was there. I you know, know, It's like Trump going like, yeah. You know, he, he's like, oh, I, I had a difference of opinion with him, and I haven't talked to him in, like, 10 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, um, how about all that time before that? Because it got all these fucking pictures of mm -hmm. Trump and Epstein and Jizz Lane and everybody, right. and I'm just like, 
just weird right. shit. Right. And he even said weird things Trump did. Of yes. like, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein uh, always had a lot of girls, and a lot of them were like really young. Yeah, on the younger side. So it's like he fucking knew. These people all fucking knew. Mm-hmm. They all knew. And it's weird how originally um, it came out. There was the part we saw about the woman who was writing the article for Vanity Fair, and she just stumbled across these yeah. sisters. Right. And then when he was down, ultimately where it really started, though, was down in Palm Springs, where he's down there, uh, and he would um, troll, or he would have Jizz Lane, or whoever was troll West Palm Springs, mm-hmm. which is apparently like the ghetto. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just fuck, regular. Palm Springs... Fucking millionaires and whatever. West Palm Springs, shithole, you know, trailer parks, whatever. And apparently there was a girl who got into a fight at school and they found that she had $300 on her. Oh, right, 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 yeah. And so they, the, the stepmom pushed her for, where the fuck did you get this money from? Right. Where, you know, you don't have a job. You're right. fucking a high, where are you getting $300 right. from? Right. So they pushed her. And then they got information, and then the West Palm Beach or the Palm Beach uh, police started doing an investigation, mm-hmm. and that's where the whole um, Alex Acosta thing—the guy who eventually became the uh, head of the Department of Labor for Trump—he uh, was the prosecutor down there at the time and gave what everybody would say a sweetheart of a deal to mm-hmm. Epstein, because they were like going. They found out like um, Vic, the victim's lawyers found out that there were just like dozens and dozens of victims. Mm-hmm. And so Epstein should have just gone away right. forever back right. then. Right. And uh, somehow he just got convicted of a like a fourth degree misdemeanor of prostitution. And where he did like, uh, he was supposed to do 18 months in jail. But while he was in jail, he got um, every six days out of the week. Work he release. could do work release for 12 hours at a time. Right. Right. It was fucking unreal. Where he just went home. There was no... Uh, no ankle bracelet or anything like that. Yeah. And it was just, it was a very strange. And yeah. he ended up, he didn't even do the 18. He did like 12 months. Mm-hmm. And it was just fucking, it was unreal. Just unreal what was going on down it's there. weird how though everything still, there's all these ties. Yes. Yeah. Everything very circular. Yeah. Very circular. So uh, Acosta was shit. Mm-hmm. He's shit. Uh, Jizzling is shit. Um, all, all these mo- Dershowitz is shit and I know yeah, wow. Dershowitz is a defense attorney yep. he, he defended fucking uh, OJ uh, fucking what was it Squeaky From uh, all, all, all these fucking famous people yep. who uh, I'll be the first to say they all need to get their day in court so they're all gonna need lawyers but when your fucking career is built around this man I, sorry bro there's something wrong with you man mm-hmm. You can d- be one and done, and then move on, and th- then yeah. you can continue to work somewhere else doing something, man. But w- like that's your fucking bread and butter. Mm-hmm. You're a fuck fuck. Well, right. You think then you end up kind of like that's the company you're around a lot. Like those type of people, it just seems like it would kind of rub off on you oh. or something. Like it would just feel like I would just need to be in a shower all the time. All the like, fucking time. You're feel. surrounded by filth all mm-hmm. the fucking time, mm-hmm. and but. Uh, money apparently yeah. washes away all that filth. Yes. It washes it away all that some filth. lines, I bet. Gross! Yep. I, I would encourage people to watch it. Mm-hmm. Go go watch it, everybody. But, um, again, if you're easily uh, triggered it. or uh, you, you can't handle some stuff like that because it's a shit ton of victims just talking about how they were sexually abused repeatedly and trafficked and everything else, too. And that, that was the thing, too, because they talked about, like, prostitution. But there was no consent. All, right. all these ladies were like, yeah, I didn't want to have sex with this fucking idiot. Right. And so, like, he paid them money, but I was like, I didn't fucking want this. And, and they were all young, and he manipulated them right. all. And they all became, like, Jizz Lane. They all became recruiters because he paid them money for people they got. But when you're fucking... 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, you don't know fucking really what's going on. And they all, the, the common thread amongst the majority of them was they had all been abused. They all came from shit. They didn't have uh, money themselves. A lot of them were all like, yeah, I was a runaway. I, you know, I was living right. on the street for like two years at a time or whatever. So it's all, all fucking awfulness. I thought it was weird, like that first 
the, the sister, the painter. Yeah. How she would paint portraits from of her sisters, younger sisters, and they would be like without their top on or something. But they were of her sister. Like, yeah, I, 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 I don't like, fucking what? get it either, Jeannie. I don't understand. I don't want to get into any of that bullshit because it's all fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm just like, what is that? You know? Right, and then right. you're selling these? Like, this is your younger sisters, underage sisters. Yep. <laughs> like, that's not good. Yep. You know? You know what else isn't good, Jamie? We talked about this Wee before. Wee Dog and Sadie Dog. No, Wee Dog and Sadie Dog are the greatest of all time. They're not good. No, they're pretty good. They're bad. I mean, they bark a whole they, lot. They always take my sleep. Yeah, it's very funny. When Jamie gets up, or even if I get up from the, the sofa, they immediately jump on and sit where yeah. we were sitting. And then they so. start huffing. Huffing beefers huff right off the cushion. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we talked about this before, Jamie. Uh, so this kind of follow-up story. You know how I love follow-up stories. Mm-hmm. And then we got to do weird news of the day. Don't let me forget mm-hmm. that. Uh, we talked about that Starbucks kid out there in San Diego who was like, hey, bitch, um, you can't come in here unless you have a mask on. And then that bitch had this huge fucking tirade about the kid and I'm never going to go there again and you can't make me. I'm a fucking patriot and whatever mm-hmm. else. And then someone made the GoFundMe for mm-hmm. the kid. Remember the story, Jamie? Mm-hmm. You're just kind of nodding at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. She's nodding at me, but the look on her face is like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it takes me a while. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, I think now I know where this is going because I think I know the next thing. Okay. Well, the GoFundMe went up and uh, like I said, it's, it's amazing to me what people will put in for a GoFundMe because it wasn't like this kid lost his right, job. Right. It wasn't like she slashed his tires. Right. Uh, it wasn't like she punched him in the face. He had medical bills. Uh, it was just like this fucking Karen was just being a fucking mm-hmm. bitch. Right. So, but someone was like, hey, we got to fucking uh, support this dude, Lennon. And uh, we're going to make a GoFundMe as a tip because this bitch is being a bitch. Yep. And uh, how much money do you think they had raised? Oh, I read it too, and I can't remember. A hundred and Yes, 105000 105000 okay. that they raised. It's fucking crazy. It is. It's crazy. People have medical issues and will get like 2000 This wow. kid who they probably ultimately, ultimately nothing happened to him is going to get 105000 Remember, because we talked about too, like, would you feel good about that? Like, I'd be like, oh, oh shit, I got 105000 I would feel weird about it. it I would want to donate yeah, it to someone, but that, that's just me. But uh, the bitch, uh, what the fuck is her name? Gillies something? I think you said it Amber already. Amber Gillies. No, I said his name is Lennon Gutierrez. No, I know. I'm saying because you oh, called bitch? it. Yes. What's her name? Bitch? What's her name? Bitch Gillies. Uh, oh, it sounds she, like a dance club. She uh, now wants to sue him, yeah, Lennon. For like half yeah. of the hundred and five thousand, right? Uh, she feels I've been discriminated against. I'm the one who's sick. She said that because the lawyers uh, were expensive, she started her own GoFundMe to raise money to pay for them. She's so I'm sick. Not even, uh, yeah, I don't even know why. She I, I but I'm just like, what are you t- like? I when I read that, I was like, how can you even? do that like i don't how do you think this half of that's yours gillies provided two documents she said prove that she didn't need oh, to wear yeah. a mask that's right. the results of a 2015 pelvic exam right saying she had an ovarian cyst from five years ago i can't wear a mask and, and, and I'm a this, cyst. this is my favorite part and and yeah a handwritten note yeah. from a chiropractor right. jesus christ Saying a bitch has underlying uh, breath conditions (laughs) that prevent her from wearing a mask or any type of facial covering whatsoever. Right. (laughs) When asked why a chiropractor gave her a medical note for breathing issues, a bitch said it was because they are dedicated to providing a non-invasive personal care and treatment. They are real doctors. Oh, my. And it wasn't even like on letterhead. There was no way to verify the information, too, or something like that. Yes. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes. So she's trying to sue them. What did Tommy? Sue, sue. I I don't know how, where she thinks she's going to go with it. Does she not realize how stupid she looks? Uh. 
Well, Mom. she looks stupid despite doing all this nonsense. She looks like a fat hog. Oh. I'm gonna call shit out, fat hog. Her name is Fat Hog Bitch. <laughs> I just, I can't. FHB. That's right. I had to think. Good old FHB over here trying to sue Lennon. It's weird they didn't talk to him at all about it. Well, I he wouldn't stoop that low. I guess. This I don't is know. ridiculous. He seems like he's probably like an 18, 20 year old kid who's like, I'm just trying to work at Starbucks right. to pay for my college tuition at uh, yeah. fucking community college. Bitch, wear a mask. Well, right. Fuck, or here's the thing, too. Most Starbucks, if she didn't want to wear a mask, most Starbucks nowadays have drive throughs. Mm -hmm. Just fucking go mm -hmm. through the drive through, you dumb bitch. Yep. Right? Uh, I mean, I know this is out. This is, well, this is in California. Where they're apparently now shutting everything down again in California, so you can't even like go and sit down or anything. California usually has. Oh no, it's Washington. Because these mind. dumb bitches fucking refuse to wear a mask. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, uh, Guterres apparently he did have a video. He said he planned to use the cash to study uh, kinesiology at Cal State mm -hmm. Fullerton and pursue his dream of becoming a, a chiropractor. chiropractor. No, just kidding. <laughs> kidding. Becoming a dancer. What? <laughs> He wants to become a tiny dancer. But wait, he's Kinsey, whatever. Yes, that is a study of motion. Yeah, but yes. it just seems weird. I don't know. Hmm. He wants to do that, and then he wants to become a dancer. Hmm. So, uh, good for him. He said he wanted to donate some of the money to charity. I'd be like, I don't know. I'd feel weird. I'd donate pretty much all of it to charity. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Do what you want, mm -hmm. uh, fucking Lennon. It's your cash. Yeah. She deserves none of it, and she's. I just Fuck again, no. that's embarrassing. If I was her, like her friend or whatever, she doesn't have any friends. Well, probably not. She's especially a fat, now. fat fucking hog. Especially now, but I would Bitch be like, face hog. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like the, this is, you're embarrassing yourself. Sure. She. Uh, it'd be interesting to know. I don't know if she's married or not. It would just be interesting in like what her spouse or significant other is thinking. I, mm -hmm. I'm assuming they're just like. Right. You're fucking being a con artist right. now, bitch. Like, you were being a bitch, mm -hmm. and now someone else is benefiting off the fact that you were a bitch, right. and now you want money from it. You're like, oh, I'm the one suffering. Yeah, I have a cyst. I have an ovarian cyst that prevents me from breathing. Right. <laughs> you're you you're fucking... not supposed to wear the mask on your vajayjay. Yeah, I know. Are your lungs connected to your pussy? Like, what's going on, bitch? Imagine breathing that in all day. It's gross. You gotta <laughs> let it breathe, Jamie. Let it breathe. God. That's that's. I always find it funny when that that one woman down. I think it was in Florida where she's like, uh, I don't wear underwear because I gotta let it breathe. That's what they say. Yeah, I'm not gonna wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Gotta let it breathe. I'm like, gross. So All she's right. Hearing her mouth to a vagina. Weird news of the day. Mouth is a vagina. Weird news of the day. It's weird news of the day. What is it, Jamie? Weird news. <laughs> of the day. Of the day. Oh, uh, this happened in the great state of Florida. Yeah. Did cops were called? Uh oh. They're like, we gotta fucking handle some shit. Oh boy. What do you think they were called about? Jamie? I don't know. I'm always I'm scared. <laughs> it is Florida. Uh, they were Mickey called. Mickey Mouse. They were called uh, because there was a kangaroo just running around the neighborhood. What? They, they just, don't run around. They hop well, around. Well, all right. There, it was hopping around the neighborhood. It says here it was running loose, Jamie. It was hopping loose. But the officers managed to capture it, and they placed it in a squad car. What? Well, that's what they say here. They put a they fucking kangaroo in the squad car. Do they have pictures? Uh, they don't have, well, they just have one of, like, the kangaroo behind bars. <laughs> it's in a fucking stall. Oh, my and, God. Uh, I don't know how. I, mean, I wanted to watch them catch it. Kangaroos get relatively big. Yeah. They can weigh, like, I don't know, 200 pounds or whatever. They're they, pretty they big can, fuckers. Uh, yeah. They have no idea where it came from. Australia. Well, yes, Jamie, <laughs> but they don't know, like, you know, there's always some idiot who owns oh, fucking yeah, these crazy uh, animals that you shouldn't own as pets. knew what you meant. I was just trying to be fun. That didn't happen. Well, 
So uh, what they're going to do, they're going to turn it over to the South Florida Wildlife Center. So did hopefully Hoppy's got a new home. Did they check its pouch for stolen items? <laughs> there could have been some joeys in there. <laughs> Fake news! Fake? Well, weird news. <laughs> <laughs> Weird news! Do you even know what you're saying? No. Clearly. Not. Uh, this one's kind of weird. Uh, weird news! Fake uh, news! Did you know they make uh, wine in Britain? I, I did not know they that. They probably make wine everywhere. Yeah, I know. I've never heard of a British wine, Have you heard though. of dandelion wine? Gross. Good. Uh, but they're looking for a wine taster, Jamie. Oh! Yeah, they're looking for a wine taster. Uh, they were pay them. What? Can I do it remote? I don't know how you're going to taste the wine they remotely. Uh, but you will get paid $300 to sample and review some of the finest organic summer wines. Mm. So if I taste it, I review it, and I go, this one's really good. This one's shit. This one's eh. This one. This one tastes like vagina. You didn't let it breathe. Oh. Interested wine aficionados are being asked to follow the company's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages and tag the company in a photo showing the applicant enjoying a glass of wine with the hashtags Summer Wine Taster and Come Wine With Me. Entries are open through August 31st and the winning applicant will be announced on the 7th. Uh, the company is called uh, Vintage Roots. That's $300 weird. per taste? $300? Uh, I don't know. It's not specific. It just says getting to sample. Huh. It's weird to me that they would just want some random people who don't know shit about shit. Like you buy wine from Walgreens. Right. From a drugstore. And it's a screw cap. Uh -huh. So I don't know if I necessarily want your opinion on wine. Yeah, no, I don't want any work to it. When you're drinking Moscato or Rosé or whatever the hell right. wine you're drinking. Like, what kind of reviews are they looking for? That's what I said. Like, I wouldn't be able to go and, like, how you twirl it and then you smell it. Yes. You know, oh, I smell oak and hence a vagina. Hints and balls. Vagina. I smell hairy balls. <laughs> yeah, you know. I would just be like, oh, this is great. That's what I meant. Like, that would be my type of review, or this is yucky, or whatever. I mean, that's how I would do it. Sure. You know, this is really easy to open and drink <laughs> out of the bottle. The screw top? That's yeah. right. Like, I, yes, exactly. <laughs> I drink out of the bottle. I don't even need a glass. Yeah, yeah. Could you make the bottle look like a good glass? There you go. Uh huh. Huh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about that now of making the bottle be more glass like. Uh, drink friendly mm -hmm. well what's wrong with the way it is now well i mean if you could do something better so it didn't look so trashy right but you didn't have to put it <laughs> white a, trash put it in a paper bag kind of thing when you're walking yeah, down the street right. so yes uh-huh so uh there we go so that is weird news of the was, day what's weirder the kangaroo on the loose or the 300 dollars for a wine taster i think the kangaroo yeah, that's probably weird. I think it's funny. Although I find the whole $300 for just some random fuck to drink wine, yeah. that's weird. I, I also would want to know more like $300 a day, $300. Like, that's weird to me. Right. That's weird. Like a one-time thing? Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. So I, I just find it funny. I, I, I'm finding the, the kangaroo thing funny, like picturing it. Uh -huh. I would love to have seen them try to catch the kangaroo. Yeah. I would love to have seen the kangaroo sit in the back of the cop car. Well, I just would, I mean, those things have, like, sharp nails. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like, claws. Right. Like, I, I would just be afraid the thing would, like, claw the upholstery and the sure. seats and whatever. Like, you would think you would want to get, like, all right, we got to get in a van. The Let's back, get a van and the, throw in the back seat of the van. The back seat of a cop car does not have upholstery on it. What are it's you sitting on? Plastic. Yeah, so you rip that up. No, it's hard like a plastic chair. That's so. been my experience. Oh, you've been sitting in the backseat of cop cars <laughs> lately, Jamie? The things you learn on the podcast, everybody. Uh, speaking of cops, uh, remember, the, remember the segment we did when Jason was around and we did the a-hole of the day? Oh. Uh, this guy would have been uh, perfect for a-hole of the day. He is an ex-police officer from Honolulu. 
And, uh, well, there's a reason he's an ex-police yeah, officer. Yeah, he messed up that gig. Don't support Blue Lives Matter on this one. <laughs> um, he got convicted, and he's going to go to jail for, I think they said, four years? Is that right? Is he wakeboarding without right? a license? Um, no, he... Uh, he pled guilty in December to civil rights violations. So what he did is um, he was called to an area where there was a homeless man uh, essentially kind of living in a public restroom. <laughs> okay? Okay, yeah. So he's living in a public... This is Honolulu, so remember, I don't know, this about fight, if it's like a rest area and there's just a guy fucking... Here's a bathroom, yeah. here's faucets, I can fucking live yeah. an okay life yeah. here. As a homeless guy, it's probably perfect. Yeah, everything they need. So I don't know if this homeless guy was creating a ruckus or if someone was just like, get this fucker out of here, whatever. So uh, what he did, uh, John Rabago, uh, he was the police officer, mm-hmm. he went in and uh, he confronted the man and he said, look, man, if you lick that urinal, we'll let you go. No, he didn't. Yeah. Wait, no. Are you kidding now? No! Rebago and another officer responded to a nuisance complaint when they encountered the man who was homeless taking shelter in the public restroom. Oh. Uh, U.S. District Judge Leslie Kobayashi said during Rebago's sentencing that the ex-officer had abused his power as a law enforcement official and took advantage of the man. He took from him his only possession, his dignity as a human being. That's awful. Yeah, so he would have been a whole yeah, that's day. Not, I mean, that is just, that's just awful. Rebago threatened the man, saying he would beat him and put his face oh. into the urinal if he did not Swirly. lick it. Swirly! <laughs> he held his legs down and grabbed his what? shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Rebago later told the other officer to delete text messages about the incident. So, yeah, he was trying to all cover it up. Oh, my God. uh, I'm glad that it got caught. Yeah. Because what an idiot. It's just, it's appalling. He's going to four years in prison for that. Wow. Four years in prison. A a lot more than I would have thought. So that's great. Yeah, it is a lot more than I would have thought. One part of it probably is because he is a cop. He should be held to higher standards, I feel. Sure. He took advantage of this, yeah. that authoritative, you know, component. Well, uh, unfortunately, you you see it, you hear about it. It, it seems like a lot of police officers, uh, unfortunately, kind of uh, abuse their power. They become bullies. They think that possibly they're above the law. I can't imagine telling another human being to lick a urinal oh in, any, in any yeah. kind of situation. Unless their name was Epstein or Jizzlane, uh, I can't imagine telling someone to go fucking lick or fucking... FHB. Fucking fat hog <laughs> bitch or whatever I called her. Yeah. Yes, her too. She can lick She can lick a couple of urinals. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, there you go. That guy would have been oh a-hole of God. the day for just, sure. I can't even get beyond past that. Because it's just, it's just awful. It is fucking awful. It's he super. needs a GoFundMe. Uh, here, here's another thing about someone fucking with homeless people. I don't know what's going on, why people want to fuck with homeless people. This happened in Vegas. I just, I'm getting angry. Uh, this happened in Vegas. I, I, I read this article and I, and I had weird feelings about it. So there was a man, uh, the homeless man, Keontae Jones. He's, uh, sorry, uh, Keontae Jones is the 28-year-old man who's now getting charged with some shit. 55-year-old Larry Connor was the uh, homeless man. Keontae said, hey, buddy, because Larry came up to him asking for some money. And uh, Keontae was like, hey, Larry, um, I'll give you $6 if you can do a a backflip. What a very weird thing. That's a little bit more acceptable so far. What is a very weird thing to ask someone to do, right? Very weird thing. So, uh, is he in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll try, I guess. I six bucks is six bucks. So Larry uh, Larry was game for it. He's like, all right, I'll try and do a backflip. Uh, so Larry attempted to do the backflip. Larry was unsuccessful with the backflip. Oh, no, now he is in a wheelchair. Uh, well, because he, he 
flipped over and he, he landed on his head yep. as you do. Yeah. Uh, and then he died. He died. Oh. He died. He's not in a wheelchair. He, he's in a casket. He died. Yes. He's oh. now he's in a casket with wheels. Uh, so he's dead. So they are charging uh, Keontae. Uh, what, what are they charging him with? For felony willful disregard of a person's safety. Really? Yes. I didn't even I realize that. Uh, I mean, well, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, he's filming it. Clearly, the whole uh, thing, he was filming uh, from moment one of, like, I'm making fun of this right, homeless person. Right. Like, look at what I can get this homeless person to do for six bucks. Right. And he was laughing even more after Larry oh, fell on his God. head. And then he also was discouraging people from like calling anyone to help him. So apparently, because apparently they did get Keontae to, or Larry to the hospital. Uh, and he was alive, but I mean, he eventually did pass away at the hospital. Oh my so. God. Yeah. So uh, this scumbag. Just uh, he he erupted in, in laughter when Connor fell motionless, and another man apparently went to go check on him, and then he basically he yelled he done hit a backflip and went to sleep. Yep, and then he was telling other people to kind of leave him alone and not not call anybody. Apparently very remorseless. Like it seems weird to me of like if you know you're you're trying to belittle a human being yeah. for six dollars right but then i don't know where uh when the guy like clearly he's hurt himself right you're like oh fuck this is no longer funny anymore uh, apparently he, he continued to believe it right. was very funny right yeah. where were the homeless because usually it's like a community like i'm like you know what i mean like i don't know this is vegas i don't huh. know who the hell knows? Oh, my God. I mean, you would just think there's plenty of people kind of, like, just walking True. around on strip True. or whatever. So oh my police God. learned about the sick stunt with one of Connor's relatives uh, contacted investigators. Good. So, yeah. Oh, my. I just, I don't know. I, I, it really bothers me. It as, angers as, me. As it should. Mm -hmm. As it should. So, this guy... He clearly was a dirtbag because, you know, I'm reading it and I'm just like going, I mean, the guy didn't have to do the backflip. He no. said, fuck you. I'm, he's 55 years old. Like, I'm. you only see a picture of him lying in the hospital bed. I, I would hazard a guess that he's an overweight gentleman as well. Usually homeless people are not in the greatest of shape uh, or have much athletic ability. Mm -hmm. So if I was the dude, I would have said, go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So he did it. Uh, he's going to get charged for shit and uh, fuck him. Right. Someone's I mean, someone's going to yeah. put a Phillips screwdriver in his neck in prison. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe just like. Maybe he didn't have any income, you know. So six Who? bucks was six bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I get it. I get yeah. it. Your motivations are clearly different when you're homeless. Mm-hmm. When you were homeless, you're like, all right, I'll do my best. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing, like bum fights. You remember those? Those things were huge, like a decade or so ago. Really? And it was just like these two random fucktards, I think, would go up to bums and they'd be like, all right, we want you two assholes to fight, and then whoever wins will give you ten bucks or whatever the hell it was. Mm -hmm. And then they would just film it, and they were just called bum fights, and they mm -hmm. would have they were all over like YouTube for a hot minute. But you're just watching like two idiots fight, just two fucking homeless yeah, it's, people fight. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not entertaining in any kind of way. It's not like these guys are good fighters. It's just two fucking drunk, mentally ill people, well, right, probably right. fucking hurting each Most other likely. for yeah. twenty bucks. And right. you're like, this is awful. Right. And it's awful that someone is profiting off of it. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Wow. And there's some people who have income and they choose to be homeless and. They that wouldn't they wouldn't probably uh, fall for that so to speak. Yeah. But those who have those other issues, I, I'm I'm gonna challenge you on that, Janie. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna challenge you on that. I, I truly believe there are very few people very out few. there who have income coming in and then choose to kind of like live their life on the street. Well, I don't think anyone's gonna choose to live their life on the I've street. I've had clients. But were they getting income? Yeah. Were they they had, they had jobs? S they had SSI. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that, they get SSI not because they're necessarily doing anything, but because they can't fucking do anything yeah, else. Yeah, but they could afford I, I, to have housing. Well, that, but they're. they're but why are they housing. getting SSI? 
Right, there's a disability. Why are they getting SSI? Why are they getting SSI? A disability. What kind of disability then, Jamie? Well, from where I worked, it'd be a mental health yes. issue. Yes, yeah. so these people are not in the right fucking mind. You cannot say that. I just did. Yeah, but that you can't, just because somebody has a mental illness doesn't say, mean that they're not in the right state of mind. It depends on what their mental illness is. There's a difference between competency and, and like capacity, sure. all that kind of stuff. So, But if you were to go out on the street, Jamie, and you were to interview these homeless people, and, and a portion of them have, have mental illness and whatever else, they're not in their right mind. Majority. Yes. But there are some that can are making that decision in a way where clearly it's like a, a an informed decision. Like they know what they're doing. And this is how they choose to live. Not as many. I'm not I'm not sitting there here saying that majority of them do that. No, but I did have some clients who did do that. And I and I I will always say that. They made that decision and they were doing it because that's how they wanted to live and it was with uh you know, not with that the barrier with the mental illness. That wasn't the issue or that wasn't getting in the way of them making that decision. We don't have video of this, everybody, but I am staring down Jamie. Yeah, well, you're wrong. Because I am astounded by what she just said. <laughs> by my brilliant little Nope, that's not it. That's not quite it. That's not quite it. Follow-up story. We got still a follow-up story. Follow-up story. We got a follow-up. What? We already did story. one. Story. We're doing another one. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of follow-ups because these things are interesting. Mm. I don't know if I did this story... On the Patreon, I think I well, did this how, one. See, you can't then do it. Well, no, you I have can to fact because check. It's, it's an interesting story. Fact check. Uh, I talked about a gentleman who uh, moved from Trenton, Michigan. He moved down to Tennessee. Uh, he got shot down there in Tennessee because he was a fucking idiot, and he took a shot at cops. And cops don't like it when you shoot at yeah. them. Like most people, they don't like it when you shoot, shoot at them. So the cops shot back at him, and they fucking whacked his ass. He died? Uh, yes, he, he dead. He dead. Where is he now? Bucks? He's dead. Did he get six bucks? <laughs> no, he got nothing. Uh. But uh, back in Trenton, he sold his house. And uh, this was back in March. He sold a house. And people who own the house are like, hey, let's go out to the fire pit. Let's make some s'mores. Oh, and when they're right. out of the fire pit, they right. found a fucking skull right. yes. in the fire pit. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to fucking... Uh, That's the follow-up? Well, no, the, oh. the, the follow-up. Here's the follow-up. The follow-up is the police... Don't make s'mores. <laughs> yes, don't make s'mores. The follow-up is the police that, that found the skull in the fire pit in Trenton, uh, in Trenton, they're now investigating it as... A murder. A homicide right. case. Yeah. That's the follow-up story. You know the follow-up story. Maybe those people that moved in are the ones that did the murder, but are now saying that they found it. Yeah, there. sure. Yeah, they, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, the previous owner of the house, Mark Everly, was killed earlier this year in a shootout with police in Tennessee. Trenton police say the person whose skull was found died from a gunshot to the head, mm. and they believe they know, they know who the person is. Mm. However, it may take several weeks before the identity can be confirmed. Wow. So I just find it funny that they're going, yeah, it's a murder. I'm like, really? That's yeah. the, the follow-up story that the skull you found in a fire pit is the result of a murder? No. Well, fucking, you guys are genius cops in Trenton. Maybe it was a fake skull. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's throw a fake skull in the fire pit, yeah. everybody. This is some good shit, some Let's giggles. Let's throw the cops off the track. <laughs> what track? The skull track. <laughs> the, the fucking skull track. All right, I want to end on something cool, something fun. Skull track. Skull track. Yeah, I like that, the way it sounds. Skull, Skull track. track. What can we do with that? That was the name of my band in high school. Oh, stop. You Skull didn't... track. No, your your band would have been Latin Club. <laughs> What's a better band name, Latin Club or Skull track? Skull track. Latin Club. No. <laughs> Barf. Uh, like, I want to end on good shit. Oh, we should talk about food up the nose. No. No. Who uh, who do you like better, Jamie, Elton John or Billy Joel? Ooh, Elton John. You would be incorrect. Billy Joel is better. Oh my God! See, <laughs> this is where I don't like talking to you. 
They toured together for a long time, the two of them. Oh, they I'm, toured together? Yeah. Hmm. They toured together. They're buddies. They're both oh, piano they dudes, are. whatever. Oh, uh-huh. oh, what are you trying to say? They're gay? <laughs> well, I think one is, for yep. sure. Uh, clearly, Billy is gay. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, he I've is seen, that uptown girl. I've seen Billy Joel a couple times in concert. He's great. I love him. I know for whatever reason, he gets a I lot like of him. shit. For some yeah. reason, uh, it's cool to not like Billy yeah, Joel. I don't understand either. I like which him. I don't. I don't fucking get. I mean, I know. I mean, he's had a lot of problems with alcoholism over the last couple of years and whatever. But look at like his songs. Like, what are the songs that everybody will start singing when they come yeah, out? Right? Yeah, or at the karaoke everybody. or at what? Like everybody starts singing them. I like Billy. Yeah, Joel. I, I. He's great. I love his songs. I think he's, he's great. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Uh, the old stuff, the new stuff. There you go. But, uh, Billy Joel. There's Billy Joel right now. Going past the house. Are you huffing your beefers? That guy's huffing something. He's huffing gas fumes. Uh, which is weird. Billy Joel, actually, he was out riding his motorcycle. He's 71 years old. I didn't realize he was that old fuck. 71 years old. He's driving around, uh, New York City area. And, uh, I find this weird. Someone was throwing out a piano, right? It was just like on the curb, hmm. and they were throwing it out. That's sad. So, uh, yeah, Billy, uh, Billy was riding past it on his motorcycle, so he stopped, and he went, and he, he fucking played it. This is on Long <laughs> Island. So he stopped, and he played it. <laughs> so someone was filming him on, like, their phone. They don't know how to film very well. No, they don't. Oh, my God. pain in the ass um I'll, I'll tell you someone who has moved pianos before yeah it's a fucking pain in the ass to move a piano I, I, and so i know wait this is where you listen to what i have to fucking say because i've done shit if you're trying to donate a piano like that to anywhere places are going to tell you to go fuck yourself because it is a nuisance mm-hmm. to move these mm-hmm. fucking things mm-hmm. so unless you actually know that it's worth your fucking while to come and get and, rem- and take this thing you're not going to fucking do it. I understand that. I grew up with pianos. I've moved well, pianos. So I've maybe ran piano. Because there are places that they would come. I'm not talking about St. Vincent de Paul and all that. I'm talking about specific places, whether it be if it's a church or a school or something where maybe they could use it, like a, a school that maybe doesn't have that much money or whatever. I mean, there's places that probably would be grateful for it. You might have to call around. And they could come and look at it and then decide. Listen, I can't get a place to come and look at our house to fucking give us siding. Who's going to fucking come and take a goddamn because, piano? Because places, especially I think about with schools, like when I was getting, I mean, this is my clarinet, so I get it, my other clarinet that I had. Fucking weirdo. That there's a That's school, worse than Latin club, just so you know. There's a school in Grand Rapids that takes instruments because they don't, you know, it's the, the students that go there don't have a whole lot of money. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I was just looking for something. All right, everybody, we're done. I want to remind you three what things. What did you say? The school takes pianos. I don't know, some horse shit. Uh, we got three things. I I'm want not to out rem- here anymore. I got three things I want to remind you, everybody. Uh, first thing, number one, I want you to go listen to Stu another. Stu sucks. I want you to go listen to uh, Latin Club. That's my band. Stu <laughs> sucks. I want you to go listen to another episode podcast. That's Matt Harper, Mandy Lane. They talk about movies that shape their childhood. They do it every Wednesday. This past Wednesday, they talked about the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Stu sucks. Jamie, did you like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Stu sucks. 
Jamie liked it, everybody. So go listen to it. Go watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's on Disney+. Who Plus. Did? What? Who did? Roger Rabbit. Uh, Why? So go, because, Stu sucks. <laughs> so go watch it on Disney+, Plus and then go listen to their podcast. Next week, classic movie, Helen Hunt film, Twister. Did you ever see it, Jamie, Twister? I don't think so. I haven't seen it in forever. It's I heard classic. it's awful. No, it's great. Uh, it's better than what I heard. It's better than Latin Club. Well, anything's better than Latin Club. <laughs> so go check out another episode of podcast every Stall Wednesday. Track. Then I want you to go check out Colby's River Retreat. They're it's on like Facebook. A, they're on sport? Instagram. That's a thing. What? Skull. Isn't that like part of a... Your body? Lugine. Lugine? Lugine. Bobsled? A skull. No. The thing that you go on. Okay. Uh, Colby's River Retreat. It's on Facebook and Instagram. They got their own web page. Uh, and they are a cabin rental place down there in Tylertown, Mississippi. They got a river nearby, so you can go tubing if you want. I think they got a fire pit with no skulls, Aww. so you can make s'mores. You can throw your own plastic one in if you want. Watch it melt. And you just go hang out and have a good time. So go check out Colby's River Retreat. Tell them I sent you. Tell them stew socks. Tell them the Latin Club is the shit. Hmm. And then last but not least, alexisarcade.org. That is an organization that helps kids who've got cancer. That yeah, sucks. That do, yeah. And uh, what they do is they bring in pianos that they found on the side of the street for them to play. That's pretty sweet, right, Jamie? It would be. Yeah. It'd be fun. They also uh, bring in video games for the kids to play to kind of normalize their life when they're stuck in the hospital. So that's what they do. So go check out alexisarcade.org. They are also on the Facebook as well, too. So uh, please go like our Facebook page and our Twitter page. That's where we do weird news of the day, the polls over there. And uh, we got the Patreon. So if you guys are interested, Patreon. We do the Patreon. And I can't lie, things are going to get weird because on Monday I start my new job. And uh, I really got to figure out uh, times of when we can do podcasts and all that stuff. So uh, I've been doing the Patreon every day, uh, but I'll need to figure out like what I can do. It'll change. It'll probably won't be as long. You do it. Stu's lunchtime. <laughs> Stu's lunchtime. Podcast at lunchtime. Podcast at lunchtime. So, but that's it. I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon. Just five bucks a month, everybody. Think about it. Why not? If you like this, you'll like that. Oh. And sometimes you get free shit. That's convincing. Stickers, buttons, t-shirts. It happens occasionally. Mm-hmm. Not super often. I'm not making a shit ton of money, but, uh, you know, it's all... It's, uh, I don't think you make any money. Yeah, I actually, I lose money. Other than <laughs> what little I get from the Patreon, so... But, uh, all right, that's it, everybody. You guys were great. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're done, right, Jamie? Yep. Yep, we're done. We'll see ya. Bye.